0: Always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration. Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to remind you, you are protected, favored, and victorious. I sat shocked, devastated, speechless, and numb. Then... The outburst followed. I released violent, uncontrollable sobs. Rivers gushed out of my eyes, and I couldn't even form coherent sentences. At just 15 years old, I had never heard anything that awful in my life. One of the young ladies I went to church with told me about the atrocities she had suffered as a girl. As I tried to tell my alarmed parents why I was visibly upset— They asked the girl standing next to me, the one who told me the horror stories that triggered my full-on meltdown, what happened? Why is Deanna crying like this? But she just shrugged. Fruitlessly, I tried to explain, but I couldn't get myself together. When I finally did regain my composure enough to share, the story sounded about as cohesive as a tangled ball of yarn. In other words, I wasn't making any sense. My explanation was a muddled mess, just like my emotions. Her tale of rape, beating, verbal assault, starvation, and relentless violence rocked me. She told me she had been locked in a basement for days at a time with no food, light, or love, and that she had been stripped out of her abusive parents' household. How could anyone do such things to an innocent child, I wondered. When the news of my response reached one of our church members, also the girl's adoptive mother, the woman explained to me, Deanna, she's lying. How could that be? I thought. I was really confused. She is a compulsive liar and you cannot believe the things she says. Her mom sternly and matter-of-factly stated. I know it sounds bad to say that, she continued, but she has a problem. She always does that. Just lies for no reason. I should have warned you. After getting me straight, the irate mom turned and scolded her adoptive daughter for being untruthful again. Now, at the time, I was too naive to really understand the complexities of a psychological disorder. I thought the adults in the room were cold-hearted, callous, and blind to this poor soul's sincere cries. I had no knowledge of conditions such as mythomania or pseudologia fantastica, medical terms for compulsive lying. But as the years passed and I got to know the sweet-faced inventor of tales, I realized she did have deeply rooted issues. This troubled individual incessantly told fibs and started harmful rumors about other people It got so bad, some folks were just afraid that any interaction with her at all might lead to them being at the center of one of her made-up, controversy-stirring stories. She hurt many people. Though perplexing back then, witnessing that helped teach me the importance of not taking everyone at their word. I also realized how, without God's leading, a deceptive person can slip under the radar and do serious harm in the life of the unsuspecting one. This is what happened in 2 Kings 8 and 7 through 15. When King Ben-Hadad of Aram, who was very sick, learned that the prophet Elisha was in his neck of the woods, Damascus, which was a city in Aram or Syria, he sent his servant Haziel to meet the man of God. The king wanted Elisha to tell him whether he would recover from his condition or die from it. Although the Bible doesn't go into specifics about ben malady, it was bad enough to make the king think it could potentially cause his death. So at the king's behest, Haziel went to Elisha and took loads of presents and goods with him. When Haziel got there, according to verse 9 in the God's Word translation, he told Elisha, "'Your humble servant, King ben of Aram, has sent me to you. He asked whether he will recover from this illness.'" The answer came in verse 10. Elisha said, tell him that he will get better, although the Lord has shown me that he is actually going to die. That doesn't seem to make sense, does it? Why would Elisha tell Haziel to inform the king that he would get better, When the man of God knew he was actually going to die, was the prophet going to send a lie back to the king? No, no, not at all. It will all make sense in a moment. In verse 14, the Bible says Hazel told Benadad that Elisha said he would get better. Then the very next day, according to verse 15, Hazel took a cloth, soaked it in water, and smothered the king with it. So then, Benadad didn't die of the illness. He would have recovered had not Haziel, his right-hand man, murdered him so that he could take Benadad's place. Elisha's words make perfect sense now, right? Benadad could have gotten better, but he was assassinated before he had the chance to. Sadly, when King Benadad was alive, he could not see that his trusted servant was disloyal and murderous, but God revealed it to Elisha. Friends, God sees all. Aren't you glad that, unlike King Benadad, you have a personal relationship with the omniscient, all-knowing one? Because you are led by the Lord, you don't have to worry about the enemy's plot to destroy you actually working. God will reveal things to you to ensure your protection and your productivity. Here's something else interesting I want you to know. Hazel's name means God sees. God saw straight through this opportunistic corrupt man, merely posing as a humble, faithful servant of ben This shows us that nothing gets by God. He is fully aware of every plot, tactic, and scheme. The Lord knows what's behind the masked smiles of those who really intend to do you harm. He'll protect you if you let him. How do you let him? By remaining in his will and staying in fellowship with him. If you walk closely with the Lord, just as he allowed Elisha to see Hazel for who he really was, he'll allow you to see things the enemy tries to hide. This podcast is to give you some good news. Your connection to God shields you from what the enemy does to harm you and instead causes it to turn around and bless you. The Lord is on your side. He's speaking to you right now. In Deuteronomy 31 and 6 in the New International Version, God said to the Israelites through Moses, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them for the Lord your God." God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Those are the Lord's words to you today. You have authority over the enemy because the power of the Holy Spirit rests on your life. Whatever form the attack takes on, you are protected, favored, and victorious. Go ahead and declare it right now. I am protected. I am favored. I am victorious. Oh, yes, you are. So you can trust and be confident that Satan's best laid plans will Fall flat. They cannot prosper against you. God sees your chief adversary at work. He's working on the job, working in your home, working in your marriage, working in your friendships, working in your children, working, working, working in the church house. But he's already defeated because God has a sure plan for your victory. So don't be nervous. Don't get worried or intimidated. Friend, you may or may not be dealing with an attack from an individual or a group of individuals. Specifically, but whatever it is you're facing, this word is for you. God Almighty is your defense. The Lord is your refuge. He is your present help in trouble, He is your rock fortress, and deliverer. He is the one who avenges, fights for you, and secures victory on your behalf. He's on your side. To remind you of this truth, I'm stirring up Psalm 18 and 2 in the New Living Translation into your cup of inspiration. And it says this, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my savior. My God is my rock in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me, and my place of safety. As you drink down the contents of your cup, take comfort in knowing that the Lord has you covered. When the enemy shows up in your home, on the job, in ministry, business, health, finances, relationships, or wherever he chooses to attack, there is one greater who offers up a mighty defense. There is no tactic. There is no strategy or plan of the enemy that can prosper against a person who is favored of the Lord, and you are favored of the Lord. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. We thank you for this word, oh God, and letting them know that when the enemy plots against them, you are defending, protecting, delivering, favoring, and securing victory on their behalf. Today, help them not to succumb to fear, worry, or anxiety over what the enemy's trying to do. Give them the courage to know and to stand on the fact that you, the one who is for them, is greater than any opposing force coming against them. In Jesus' name, amen.